this is the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast program, uh, episode 130. Um, last week, I kept saying 128 when it was actually 129. So, um, yeah, there was that confusion. But it's, uh, it's episode 130 of two guys, two mics, two p- p- pints. Actually, one pint because I'm, uh, I'm actually going through a little bit of a... Uh, a, a dry ache. Yeah, I'm putting on a, a self-imposed drought. Um, but, uh, so it's one, it's one guy, two mics, two pints or one, two guys, two mics, one pint, Yeah. whatever, man. Uh, anyway, uh, how you doing, man? Oh man, buzzing, buzzing. Um, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> it, it almost seems unfair right now. Um, like, you know, when, when you just, you're just like, damn, like, why am I getting so much good fortune right now? Like. When it something, rains, it pours, brother. Sometimes it, it's like, man, something bad's about to happen. But, yeah, footballistically, <laughs> man, it's been fucking amazing. Can't complain. Yeah, um, so just to remove the mystique off of what we're talking about, uh, Manchester City just beat Arsenal today 4-1, to one, if you can believe it, for the league leaders. Um, not quite leaders yet, just because there's games in hand. But, yeah, man, it, it felt like it was... It was just going to happen at, at any point. And anytime we talked about Arsenal's lead, no matter how big it got earlier in the season, we just got that feeling that that City was going to march on. They didn't lose. In fact, they just kept winning. They stopped dropping points, I think, somewhere in January. And, yeah, uh, yeah man, uh, today felt like it was the title decider in a way. Yeah, but, you know... Even considering that, it it still does feel like it's premature, you know, like there's about seven games left to be played for City at least, and a lot can happen, but I guess like if you want to look at it mathematically, it's like, you know, those two games in hand, all they need is three points from those and, you know, titles theirs, but it's just so weird because, um, firstly, I do want to say credit to Arsenal for an amazing season. Because the pace that, that they were on at half the halfway point was for the 100-point season. And truthfully, you have to be, like I think, honest and like, critical about it. Is The fact is that as soon as Saliba left the team, really post-World Cup, like, you know, with Gabriel Jesus still coming back from injury, Saliba yeah. getting injured, it's like, man, like, I think maybe in a way we were too silly to expect them to continue that. But at the time, they looked formidable. I mean, just... They were just cocks of the walk, you know, where yeah. they were winning everything. Um, you know, and I want to agree with that, but there was yeah. a lot of questions being asked of Arsenal. And they were in a good run of form. Uh, maybe they did get a few fortunate wins leading up to that. Like that um, that little, uh, like a, what was it? Uh, like a month and a half ago, they are like, oh, Arsenal's going to run into these games. Like back to back to back. And uh, how many do you think realistically they're gonna win? You know, it was it was kind of like a I want to say like derogatory towards them, but there was like doubts that they were gonna keep it up. And to be fair, the all the games that they dropped points were all winnable. Yeah, they, yeah. They probably yeah. should have won all of them. And it was they, they dropped points to Southampton, to West Ham after being in the lead uh, th- three weeks in a row. So. You know, it's it, it is a bit of misfortune, but it's also a little bit of maybe immaturity, maybe lack of like uh, veteran leadership in a way. 
Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think that's a reason. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 in the end, those points were dropped, and and you know, I I almost want to say, if they do in fact don't win, um, I don't know. It might it might be a bottle. <laughs> I see, and that that sounds very harsh because it um, is. But, but they know. were in lead by a fair amount, and yeah, it, it is it is city after all. But I don't know. Having having that big of a of a lead is yeah. In in a way, it's valid too, considering like their lack of uh, fixture congestion. You know, like there's a lot of teams that can vouch for that. You know, Madrid and and you know teams that have gone gone deep into domestic and European tournament tournaments. They haven't had that issue. But at the same time, like yeah, like I have to acknowledge that their lack of depth is the reason why they have. I think succumb to what's happened now, but I just wanted to address them first because, truthfully, City have been um, just ridiculously good the last two. Well, they, they they've been there and it shows. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about KDB. Just I know he hasn't had the best season, but I mean, he he's looked like uh, his old self really. And um, Halan, I think it's just crazy to say, but he gets better each month. And it's not always goals like it wasn't today, apart from one, which ultimately broke the record for the uh, Premier League, uh, you know, Golden Boot record. And I, I mean, I just can't say enough good things about him. Um, and obviously, we were missing Ake, but there's not really much complaints in the injury department. Whereas in past years, at this point in the season, maybe we have three guys at least, you know, just out of rotation. So, man, yeah. Everything has has gone well for City, even fortune wise in that regard. So, I do want to say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as it stands, City are are still in the hunt for a treble. Um, you're in the semifinals of Champions League, in the finals of the FA Cup, which was uh, determined this past weekend as well. And uh, two games in hand, uh, three points off, is it, or two points off? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe it's two, if I'm not mistaken. Seventy three, yeah. seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and and let's be honest, I you know if you look at both remaining schedules, even or fixtures, I mean Arsenal have a little bit of a tougher ending to the season. Um, obviously, both teams play Brighton. Brighton, who surprisingly, and, and this is a giveaway from our for our reviews that we do later, but they surprisingly lost to Nottingham, making the <laughs> the relegation battle. Just crazy as heck. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. But Brighton for me it can be a roadblock for both teams. Sure, against. Uh, I made this uh, metaphor to my barber today. I was like, uh, in this case with like Nottingham beating Brighton, it's like you know Brighton is is the guy that just came from a buffet, stuffed his face. He's not hungry, and you know, Nottingham comes, hasn't eaten in two days. They've been on a bender, first meal. They're just hungry. They're after it because it's a different kind of pressure when you're in that relegation uh, fight, yeah. you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But sorry to di- diverge onto that. But, um, yeah, man, uh, great game. Uh, I think highly anticipated, too. It kind of felt like the whole world turned to this game. Like, well. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember a regular season game having that much, you know, attention. It felt like a final in a way. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what people were calling it is, like, this is the Premier League. Uh, cup final even though obviously that's that doesn't exist but 
it, it does feel like this is the new uh, city Liverpool of, of old, you know, in the last three, four years. This is uh, this is the, the new era, really. And, you know, it has to be said, I think, looking forward, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I think Newcastle and United, like that top four, man, it's going to be, the next season is going to be just wild, you know. Uh, yeah. Ten Hag, another season with the team. Newcastle with another uh, transfer window. Maybe a new manager, because I think that's something they should do. Fuck, and he's still got Arsenal and, and you know, Pep City. Yeah. And I crazy. mean, Chelsea doesn't come back, and Liverpool doesn't come back. That's Hell. that's the team I want to see come back. I mean, if Liverpool can join the dance, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's what makes the league so amazing, you know. But, um, yeah. yeah, what a game. A permanently uh, classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's there's kind of a lot to touch on there. Um, well, since we didn't do it last week, um, I guess we can we can uh, kind of back up a little bit and talk about Champions League quarterfinals results. Um, that was a uh, that was yeah. last week. Um, uh, let me see here real quick. Um, <clears throat> yeah, quarterfinals uh, was City beating uh, Bayern uh, on aggregate four to one. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that's a pretty good clash, like on paper. But um, and you know, I felt like I felt like Bayern played pretty good in, in that uh, in that quarterfinal, the last game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They <clears throat> they had their licks, you know. I mean. They, uh, that's that's a very skilled team, albeit right now it's just they're going through that schism, you know, like just a whole new identity, new new manager. It, it almost feels like just terrible timing for them. So I don't think the aggregate score indicates the the golfing class that it may suggest. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know there was headlines uh, of that, like oh, um, City dominate Bayern. Um, it's and I don't agree with that either, by the way. Although, like I said, the, they're going by score lines at that point, yeah, yeah. And you would think that you know, publications that speak about football regularly wouldn't resort to that, but you know, I guess you got to get your clicks. Um, but yeah, the the like you said, the, the score line didn't reflect it, however, still, um, Bayern were pretty, uh pretty awful in some areas um, that that city definitely exploited defensively. They're, they're very shaky and they don't have a striker. So those are two big problems. Uh, they didn't score as much as they should have. And they allowed a lot more goals than, than they should have as well. And were it not for uh, Jan summer, it'd probably be a bigger scoreline. That is very true as well. You know, but in that, in those two legs, there was moments where, like you said, Bayern dominated play. In fact, maybe created more chances in some cases. Um, in the second game, in the in the way match, for sure, I think they yeah they were much better. Especially like they came out with urgency in the first half. Of course, sure. at home, Allianz crowd behind you, you know, something to fight for. Yeah, but City were just more clinical, and that's not something I've I've always been used to saying. We're usually on on the other end of you know possessing the ball more, creating more chances. But not defining, and I, I I would say like Holland has a big uh, you know, reason for that. But it, well, it's, I mean, yeah, I having was, that guy, yeah. having that guy, like knowing that he's there, 
you know, it, it adds a little bit of a... A little bit of spice. Yeah, a little bit of security, you know? You, you, feel, you feel a little safer that he's up there. Like, just in case shit does get crazy, he might still pull something out. Like, you just might get him a nice ball and he'll finish it. That, um, yeah, the half chance. So, so they're definitely, like, very composed. And that, that bodes well moving forward for them. Um, but, yeah, again, a 4-1 City beat Bayern. Uh, Bayern, uh, they're, they're going through a tough period right now. And, uh, you know, they're linked to a bunch of names. So when the transfer uh, stuff comes up, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, next match was uh, Inter uh, beating uh, Benfica. On aggregate, five to three. That second game was wow, three to three. Oh, yeah, it was much better. I don't know if anyone picked Benfica to uh, to move on, but they they made it a battle in the end. And Internazionale uh, moves on, um, which kind of sets up uh, the the neck the semifinal. Uh, it's a spicy one. Uh, I guess I guess uh, to segue into that, AC Milan beats uh, Napoli. Napoli, uh, like the far and away uh, leaders for Italy, Serie A, uh, to win the league. But they they just can't they just can't crack the code that Milan brings. Man, four That's games so in the season, four losses, including two in the Champions League. Um, yeah, sets up a a, a Milanese derby. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, uh, Napoli, man, they, in my opinion, they played much better than Milan. Yeah, they they, they were more controlling, more chances. But um, you the know, early in the season, chances. yeah, yeah, uh, uh, AC Milan didn't have Mike Mignon in his first half of the season. I think if he was healthy from the first beginning of the season, I think we'd be within a, an earshot uh, of Napoli. There's a chance that Napoli still clears, but. I think he's just that good. I'm talking about, you know, the way that they have changed uh, fixtures for United in the past decade. Mike Mignon kind of offers that for uh, AC Milan. So, and he, and he showed it, man. Without him, I think Napoli get past uh, AC Milan and, and would have faced Inter, who I think Inter were more dominant in their uh, exhibition. But, yeah, man, crazy, crazy. I don't know what, uh, <laughs> what uh, Pioli has, man. Uh, in his in his arsenal to just be able to do that to uh, Napoli. Uh, yeah, the um, and and to be fair to to Napoli, they did miss two penalties. Yeah, that is true. That is true. In the second game, so those two penalties convert. Hey, that's you know we have Napoli going to the final. There were a lot of people's pick for the for the Champions League as a whole to win the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and and that's nice and all, and, and that's that's very possible. Say they make it, even Milan or Inter. Now, uh, it it just so seems that the other two are favorites, but it's possible. Like you said, it's it's the cup. But I, I just you know how I feel about Cinderella stories, man. I just can't can't quite wrap my head around it. It's nice though they have Cravat, Osimen, uh, Chucky. So the, there's a pretty good segment of Mexican fans that are Napoli fans today. Um, but yeah, they're they're kicked out. They're having a great season. They they're still gonna get the league first time in I think it's thirty years or so. Yeah. So they're insane. they're marching towards that and they have a double digit lead that doesn't seem like it's gonna go anywhere. Um but yeah, uh 
that on that side of the bracket, it sets up a Milan derby, um, which should be pretty spicy. And do, don't they share a stadium as well? Yeah, yeah. That's wild. The San Siro. That's the derby de Madonina. That's yeah. That that's gonna be good, man. They're gonna both. They're both home. Both matches. But, um, you know the funny thing I was telling my uh, my friend. It's like, you know, in City's perspective, so AC Milan or, or Inter Milan go through to the final, and I'm not saying this is gonna happen. But if City were to get past Madrid, um, I, I feel like that final for City is, is an easy game compared to what our FA Cup final might be with uh, United. <laughs> which is crazy to say because, I mean, I just, uh, truthfully, I, I'm i not intimidated by either Milan side when it comes to that level of football. And I, I would say the same thing if they were Madrid facing them in the final two. Yeah, in a one-off, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah um, and, and just to kind of round things out, um, uh, Real Madrid beats uh, Chelsea 4-0 on aggregate to advance to the semifinals. Uh, Stu, get this, 11 times in 13, 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Chelsea just had nothing to offer. They're they're abysmal in attack. They're they're just in shambles right now, especially now that they're being managed by uh, by uh, Super Frank. <laughs> he, he's just in a tough position. Uh, yeah, that's just a placeholder for now. But you know, uh, he, they're just in a free fall, man. And I, I don't think it's gonna happen, and I'm pretty sure it's not gonna happen. But they they're running a risk of possibly getting relegated. Don't know if it, if it's actually going to happen, but in just the way they're playing right now and and not scoring, uh, not winning, not even drawing, they're they're already losing most of their games. I don't think if, uh, Lampard's gotten any points since he's uh since he's taken that that uh, interim position. Uh, yeah. so they're 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 in a they're in a tough spot, man. Um. How do, they they have good talent. I, I'm not even gonna like, shit on the on the fact that their players aren't good. They're just bad. They're and no know. guidance. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's basically a, a done deal already for them. I feel like the season is is done. Like in in the fans' eyes and the players and the manager, it's just <laughs> like let's just um, it's like when you're playing search and destroy and and you're like the first one to die and you gotta watch everybody else play now. It's like. <laughs> All right, we're we're done here. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Why even show up? I mean, Brentford gave them the work today, like like nobody's business. So that's how I know they're checked out. And credit to Brentford, they're a good team. But yeah, they they've been good this season. You got to show character. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, and that's the thing. Though. Chelsea has none. Yeah, that's you know, the thing. Yeah. You know what kind of you know what kind of annoyed me though? Um, after the game, there's quotes from like Drogba and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. Recognize my club. Um. Like, uh, like, <laughs> um, like he, he he was taking digs at the ownership. Like the ownership, as far as players go, should be the last thing that that they really should focus on. In my eyes, in my eyes, like yeah, they bring in money, yeah, they bring in players, but they've always had like periods of, um, well, when they do bad or or like not as good as they expect, they go out and fire the manager, um. They go out and spend a ton of money. So from that perspective, ownership hasn't changed. And from from my recollection, uh, I, I already forgot his name. Abramovich has 
has had a little bit too much influence uh, on the sporting side of things. Yeah, he's the one that signs the checks ultimately. But I think when your owner is the one making football decisions, it's not a good thing. And Bowley seems to be kind of following the same thing. So when you talk about owners, it's really not that issue. You're just upset because you're not winning. And rightfully so. You know, No one likes to see their club lose. But the club is operating, in my opinion, the same as it always has. Yeah. They're down period, and next year they're probably going to be a top three side. That's why I'm not worried about them. <laughs> yeah, the money's there. That They can't really complain in that regard. Um, I think yeah. it's a, they, need a, they need a better sporting director. But that type of budget they have, that's just, it's a bit inexcusable. Yeah, and I'm sure that that sort of stuff is going is going to just seamlessly fall into place, and there's going to be overreactions on how good they're starting next season. The the I guess the main thing is the is the management position right now. Um, it turns out that Luis Enrique and Nagelsmann have bowed out or been bow, or or been eliminated from that process, which kind of sucks because those are two of the bigger names, two of the better managers out there. The only yeah. thing in my mind that that seems to to be um, something that might work for them uh, if they allow him to to uh, work towards a like a culture, a future, uh, Pochettino. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what I've been seeing all the links to. My only apprehension towards that is the way he handled things with PSG, with all, all those personalities. Uh, Chelsea might might be less so because they don't have a Neymar or a Messi or Mbappe, but I don't know if it's too far off from from the type of te- temperament that exists in that locker room as well. Yeah, um, you know, I, lately Poach doesn't have much to show, but in the past we could give him that benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. First, ne- never had that type of ego. Though, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, football wise, he's great. Um, did you hear those reports too? I, I know we're kind of, you know, talking a little bit too much about this, but the the reports of uh, how the players would call Grand Potter, Harry Potter, behind his back, or yeah, maybe even to his face. I don't know. Yeah, so, so that's such a, a like first grader type of insults. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Grand Potter, Harry Potter. Um, it's kind of weird. Kind of, kind of a weird thing. But uh, yeah. Anyway, semifinals are set. Uh, we're running it back, man. Uh, Real Madrid versus uh, Manchester City. Uh, rematch of last year's. Uh, it, it seems that that we play each other pretty often now. It's the what is it? The third time in the last uh, four years. Yeah, yeah. It's well. It, it seems like it seems that way because we're we're pro- probably I'd say the teams that have reached that final four the most often in the last you know, decade. I'd say. Um, although City less so, obviously, but you know, yeah, the, the likelihood of us, uh, you know, clashing is is always likely uh, down the road. Ah oh, man, uh, do you feel good about about this one? Do you feel better or worse? I feel pretty good about it, um, but you know, truthfully, like I think uh, my answer would be more solidified in in maybe a week or two uh, when you know it's time because I, I know you guys have uh, players that are on the mend. And we don't really, aside from Ake, but I mean, our team right now is relatively healthy. But I, I, I think that would factor into my uh, you know, 
prediction or, or what how I see things playing out. But you know, it should be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout in any uh, side, you know, for Madrid or for City. Oh, so got it. Uh, <laughs> in a way, it's a, lot, it's a lot less likely on our end than it would be for you, though. You know, I would say just just because of uh, the state of where you guys are as far as um, uh, you know injuries, because I know Benzema. Um, I, I don't think he played uh, this weekend, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and also. Um, well, I, I don't know if Courtois is injured, but I, did, I didn't see him play this weekend, so I'm just like... Yeah, he's injured. Yeah, so it's like, uh, if it's the best version of Madrid, I think they can win any game. It seems like, in this tournament at least, it's just, it's weird. It's almost uh, mythical, you know. But um, uh, as far as City, I think we just have depth and good injury record right now. So I, I, I just fancy us down, but I, I'm not comfortable saying that until... Maybe a week or two. We'll see. Yeah, and and I would even hesitate to draw any conclusions from Madrid's league form. They've been they've been just not playing to their level in the league uh, this season, and it's it's been actually really frustrating. Um, just like a quick aside, uh, yesterday we dropped, we lose four two against Girona. Um, shout out to Tati Castellanos though, four goals. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, he shouted out uh, MLS for you know giving him the opportunity as like a springboard to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, you know. But it's not it's not a very common thing to get scored for four goals, really. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, in any league, you know, for, yeah. forget against Madrid, you know. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't draw anything, and I don't know. The players looked like they were going through the motions. Uh, sounds like a cop out, but fuck, man, they they just don't play to their level all the time. Um, so we could we could lose the the league game before the first uh, game for Champions League semifinal five zero, and I would be confident that it would be a totally different team. Uh, you know that that Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm not saying we would win. I'm just saying it would. They would be much better showing of themselves, or worse, for that matter. Um, yeah, kind of. Kind of weird. But, but they, they seem to rise to the occasion when they need to. Um, yeah. so I'm excited on just the just the spectacle of the game. Two, two sides going against each other, man. Um, and then obviously we have a. And we have our allegiances with both teams, so I'm not even going to ask you who, you, who you've got. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, uh, and you have your allegiance for the for the Milan game as well. Yeah, Milan guy. So, oh, but you know, in in that one, I feel like I think Inter are the better team. If I'm honest, do do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they won their games decisively, and I mean, more importantly, when they play us, our our head to head record favors them heavily in in the last. I just think Milan is a better team. I think uh, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I mean, it's very even sides, I'll say. But yeah, I'm just saying based on on matchups, like say the way we have Napoli's number, it it feels like Inter have our number that way. I hope I'm wrong though, but um, it just kind of feels that way. Um, and and as for the United, I mean, United, sorry, City Madrid. I I think like I said, I'm I'm not even I'm even though it is my team, um, I'm happy with with uh, our Premier League run more than anything but you know I, i'm not like confident to say we'll beat madrid because it's like me saying so, if, if i said it last year and i didn't 
um, I, I, I feel the same this year. Like I, I learned by my lesson. In fact, it's just like this tournament is, is sometimes it's just it's on waves, you know, waves of form. Even one single half alone, like a swing of one half. Fuck, dude. I mean, going back to last season, even yeah. three minutes, you know. Yeah, yeah, Strange. exactly. Like a, that's a, mac- a small macrocosm in the whole ploy. So I mean, yeah, I can't wait. That's what makes cup football special. I just like I don't like getting hung up on it because I know uh, there's gonna be moments where it's like, and maybe even Byron feels like this. By the way, it's like, oh well, we should have gotten more out of that. But. I I will say though that um, I mean, I, I going when we talk about Byron, I think they know that they didn't deserve to win i don't think they feel like they were hard done no um, no yeah yeah there's um, there's a lot but but i will say i do think that madrid and city are two of the top three clubs in europe right now yeah well that are left in the tournament for sure um, well I, I think in the world as a whole uh, i don't know i mean i mean look and i i think arsenal if, if they played madrid Give you guys a real good run, you know, and and Barcelona, Arsenal, Arsenal are, are a top team for sure. There's quite a few, but in 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 you know, I see what you're saying. I think and, and the I don't teams think, that have qualified, yeah. And I don't think, and this this was my hot take that I alluded to the other day. I don't know if you remember. Um, and, and I know you're gonna disagree, and it might even be wrong flat out, but I don't necessarily think that the best team actually always wins the league either like most ah. consistent for sure and, and that does go a long ways to being the best team but i hope you get what i'm trying to say i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say that the league doesn't matter at all i, I think it, it has a huge a huge weight to it yeah. but and more often than not the best team does win it yeah and and that's the way I feel about uh, about Champions League too. You never see like a bad team or like a, a very fluky team win at all. It's been a long ass time. You can't, but, re- yeah, you can't really do that in league football. But it's more likely to happen in cup football. Yeah, and, and it typically also never happens there either. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, like port, like Porto winning that one time. I mean, it, it happens, but it's not. A, it's yeah. not common. And it's been twenty years since that happened. You know. Oh well, that that's just a one-off. But like Ajax yeah. making, I mean, sorry, Tottenham, you know, making a final is just ludicrous. You know, it, it's just it's. You can't tell me Tottenham was a top eight team in the world at that time. Maybe actually just getting their top. Eight well, what what place did they finish in the league that year? Uh, I'm not too sure. Not probably maybe like fifth or sixth or I don't know. Maybe fourth. If I don't even think they made it to Champions League the, the, that year, the next year. Yeah. Um, um, but, I mean, when you get to the semifinals, it's hardly ever that it's a, a shit team. It's not like Morocco in the semifinals for the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, even like Ajax making it that far, I think it's, it's just the Champions League doesn't really portray it. Because there's teams in the, in the Champions League that are that aren't the best. Like say, I can't say Inter Milan and, and AC Milan are top four clubs in the world, even though they made the final four of the yeah. champions. Um, Quality wise, though, it's it's a it's up there. Like they could be a top ten. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, um, I, I don't I'd know. I'd say probably. I wouldn't say like as a fact. Yeah, but, but going uh, back to the league thing, though, I think yeah. 
I, I for me it, it does indicate that that's the best team because you know it's consistency it's a marathon but also it usually means that you have to beat whoever is in second place at least once or you have to get some some kind of result against them yeah, well that was that was part of my my sort of thought process on that you can lose to second place shit you can even lose to third place a couple of times you can still win the league that's very rare happen but that's very rare yeah yeah i mean it would have to be a very like a uh, small parody in points for that to even happen it just doesn't happen too often you know um you know it's it's, it's complicated though but like uh, Barcelona is gonna is gonna pretty much run away with the with the um, with the Spanish league, but I mean they they got I want to say six or seven goals against them from second place. Well, yeah, yeah, but or, or maybe maybe less than that. But they they Five won something. Yeah, but they won both matchups, you know, except in the cup. But you know that's. I will say, like, that game, I, I felt like Barcelona was a little bit undermanned. Uh, but despite that, I, I think in the case for Barcelona, um, I, I feel like their 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 uh, European display this year really does give a bad stink. Uh, but I think in the league, they've been exceptional. But, man, I, I, I hesitate to say that. I think I think they've just been the least bad team. <laughs> Like, ah, that's, consistent. Like they they've eked out wins, and uh, I I know Madrid beat them in the in the um, in the first game of, yeah. of the of the uh, league. Oh, and then Barcelona won two one on the second game. So so they they come out like even, I guess, as far as win goes. Anyway, we digress. We digress. What were we talking about? Um. Oh well, yeah, just the the whole league thing. But I mean, it's it's an opinion, you know. It's yeah. the, the one the one surprising thing for me, which I don't really ever expect from Barcelona, is how how amazing they've been uh, defensively. It's insane. Like, <laughs> I, I'm almost shocked at just reading the fact that they have 55 goals in favor, but only 11 conceded. Like, that's not what they've ever been known for, you know. So, um, mm. and in, on the contrary, um, Real Madrid has 10 more goals. Oh, sorry, nine more goals scored. And they've conceded much, much more. I mean, almost triple. Yeah. It's been a it's been a leaky season. Yeah, so it's it's just kind of weird because the way that Barcelona has won the league is not the way that I would ex- would have expected them to. And I know there's still games to play, but you know, just using logic, you know, that's sort of looks like. It's like you know. How do you feel? How do you feel about uh, Lewandowski's uh, tough second half of the season? Ah, uh, you know, I I wish I would watch Barcelona more because I, I truthfully don't watch them as much as I'd like because I don't want that to indicate that he's a bad player. But, I mean, he scored today for what it's worth, but they, even though they lost. But I, I hesitate to think he's just a bad player or has gone bad as a player. I think yeah. you know, sometimes, especially as a striker, you can go through those uh, phases in your game where you're like, damn. I think he's having a bad season per se. It's just not to his standard. <clears throat> to be fair, though, he was so hot in the first half that it kind of makes up for how uh, underwhelming he's been the second half. <clears throat> kind of in the way that, like, Odegaard and Saka have been. They were amazing in the first half, and the second half is like, damn. Well, they've moved down, especially over the last month. Well, by the way, I mean, Kyle Walker really just put down the lockdown. 
on, on, on those wings, man. Even Martinelli, bro. I can't riddle you. I don't remember seeing They're, they're just playing with so little confidence right now. I, I <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get to that to them in a second. Um, but yeah, our Champions League semifinals are set. Um, they're not starting for another two weeks or so. Um, happen in that time. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, nothing cataclysmic. I'd like teams to be at their nearest to 100. percent But yeah, both. I, I also wish Kyle Walker started. That you know was available that second leg last year. Uh, I would love to see, yeah. I would it love could to have see been a, a Vinny matchup. Oh man, when when it did happen, the first leg, I mean, it was it, it was a, a matchup to see for sure. And even up until the the second half of that game, and when then Fernandinho slots to right back, and the dominoes started falling. But that's football, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot can happen within those two weeks, even in the league. But I hope, like you said, nobody gets injured. I hope everybody heals up so we can see two really good sides uh, you know, go at it. Yeah. Um, uh, next up, well, more cup-related stuff. Um, FA Cup, the finals are set for that. Um, it's going to be Manchester Derby. Um, Manchester United versus Manchester City for the FA Cup final. Um, how do you... I, how do you feel about that that matchup? <clears throat> it should be a good matchup, actually. I feel like it's one of the harder games we have left in, in the season. Um, but that being said, as well, like, United are kind of going through a rough patch. But a, in a derby, like anything goes. And uh, well, yeah, and it's a the one thing that you do have to kind of that, like it's something that you can't quite uh, account for mm-hmm. is um is that's United's last chance to get any trophies yeah <clears throat> no that that's true that's true i mean i think that's a motivating factor for sure but um you know in the past like you know uh, united would be really good city teams even with uh, ollie gunner you know yeah um so it, it's like you don't know you, you really don't know what could happen yeah. I think it's going to be interesting because it's at a, a neutral st- a site, you know, Wembley, as they always are. And um, it should be fun, man. It's the first time it's ever happened uh, where they meet up in the FA Cup final. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think they've met up in the Carabao before, but uh, never FA Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that should be interesting. Um, um, I guess we can predict that when it comes up. It, it should be in about a couple weeks, right? Two, three. Yeah. yeah, it's down the line. Um, okay. And then uh, following that, um, just a bit of news, I guess. Um, you remember uh, earlier this season, Juve was ca- caught <laughs> cooking books again? <laughs> or, or some kind of fuckery. They were caught again, and they were deducted 15 points in the league. Uh, it turns out that that those 15 points were actually reinstated. So they're now in third place. Um, and that kind of shakes things up for the, uh, for the Italian league. Uh, uh, there were some teams that were, you know, counting on, on that to, to make champions league. And for a lot of teams, that's, that's huge financially. And 
that that's that's kind of out the window. It's crazy though that so so the way it is right now, it's Napoli in first by a huge margin, 17 points. Lazio's in second. <laughs> kind of forgot about them. Juve climbs back up to third, like I said. Uh, AC Milan is in, down to fourth, and they're they're tied on points and goal difference for that matter um, with Roma. Um, Inter's in sixth, and so on. So, yeah, that really does change a whole lot. Um, and a lot of people are looking at Mourinho like a kind of a, a prophet because he was he had some comments saying that you know is Juve really losing 15 points I guarantee they're not and it's and it just turns out to be true um that's kind of huge I don't know if you have any thoughts on that um <clears throat> yeah it's, it's kind of crazy um I don't understand how that could happen you know like uh <laughs> I mean I just mean more so like if you're gonna assign a punishment why wasn't that like reviewed more thoroughly you know in, in the way that whatever city's wrongdoings that were claimed that have since been mummed again and who knows when we'll hear about it again but you know at least they go through the due diligence of investigating before they assign a punishment i always felt like the punishment that they gave juve was was just very you know sudden and uh it, it almost felt like they didn't really consider it it was very reactionary yeah yeah so um yeah i mean it, it just kind of goes to show that the italian league is a bit strange in that regard you know some of the stuff, even down to the officials and and the way they do things out there, the way the way they handle some of the discriminatory stuff, it's just a very weird country. Yeah. That that and uh, let's not forget, Juve is an institution within Italian football. So you know they they they've got a huge audience, even internationally. So it behooves them to stay in good standing with them, if not overtly at least behind the scenes and things like this where it's like hey do what you can to get rid of this points um the you know the, this points deduction and we'll scratch you back at a later date um you know it means a lot for italian football especially for them to stay up because if it's something so egregious where all of the board like all of the executives resign <laughs> something crazy must have happened and, and like there's nothing that's going to change my mind on that because that that sort of thing doesn't happen if Fuckery wasn't involved. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, moving on, uh, another bit of news, and uh, kind of um, we kind of ignored this when we talked about Barcelona and Madrid, but I don't know if you caught like whiff of of a little um, like back and forth that they had last week, like later on in the week, where um. Barcelona pretty much accused Madrid of always getting like favoritism in the league, and mm-hmm. it, it having to do with you know with the beginnings with um with Franco and everything, right. and mm-hmm. uh, Madrid fired right back with the video like the next day of of Franco's uh you know allegiance to them uh, for a time as well, and it it, it was kind of like a you know, a tit for tat sort of thing uh, that they were going back, back and forth on, and uh, uh, I don't know if you caught any of it. No, not not really. But you know, at the end of the day, it, it always seems like they're they're always kind of after each other, like that. yeah. 
Yeah, and it, uh, you know, I kind of did a like a tiny bit of research. I'm not gonna say I I, do, I dove into it. There's actually a book I've been meaning to check out. Um, he's a he's a writer for ESPN as well. He he wrote a book kind of detailing the whole saga between um, Franco and Barcelona and Madrid and everything. And Franco just happened to be a guy that was favoring whoever was doing well. Um, they they even even uh like pledged allegiance to, i don't know if they pledge allegiance to nazi but there's like uh, a game where the barcelona players were doing the nazi salute uh you know before a game yeah. uh, so it, it to me yeah both 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 madrid and barcelona did benefit uh there's no denying it from from uh, franco they're the cash cows and they're they're two powerhouses today because of that and there's no denying it. There's there's no reason to downplay it either. Um, but you know, if one side's going after the other for for the same thing, it's it's pretty hypocritical. So why don't we just call it a wash and get over it? You know, at this, yeah. point, it's old. <clears throat> yeah, and at the end of the day, if there's any two clubs in Spain that have had favoritism, it's them. You know, it's like yeah, and by a huge margin too. It's not even like yeah, slightly game better calls but yeah, that, that's just one thing I, I thought was kind of funny and um i don't know it's 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 a never-ending thing with barcelona and madrid um and before we move on from uh from la liga uh did you catch the new logo uh no i haven't uh, nothing uh do yourself a favor and don't <laughs> it, it's it's weird they're, they're rebranding again and, and i feel like they've rebranded very recently, but there, there's a there's a new look. Um, check that out. Do you um? I guess before we get into the reviews of this past week, do you want to talk about the galaxy thing? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I mean, firstly, let's let's just kind of take a deep breath. Like, wow, finally a win, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cheech is back, so that's good. And and Ricky Pui kind of seems to. Kind of looked much better and more confident on the ball. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I think he's been a, a great addition to the team. And much of what we, when we talk about Galaxy this year, it isn't even between the lines. It's actually outside of it. You know, the supporters group, uh, you know, Klein, Greg Banny, who's kind of come off as a, a bit of a prick lately as well. It's a Klein apologist, if anything. Yeah. Um, so... Obviously, supporters groups have been boycotting for uh, a good chunk of the season so far, and it, it seems that some uh, supporters groups are ready to, you know, support the team again. And it's kind of funny; it comes after a pretty good result. Something that that does—it's a silver lining. It does give you hope. But how do you feel about that? Do you think it's uh, premature? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Angel City Brigade, the one of the supporter groups, um, after everyone was like so in unison on you know, on boycotting the season until there were some serious, some drastic changes uh, in the front office, none of which have occurred. There was a bullshit statement that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it turns out that they had a poll within themselves in that supporter group. Uh, out of 400 members total, I think only like 180 or something, like less than half actually voted. And... And there was, uh, I think it was like a 60 or 70, 30 split on, yes, returning to the stadium. 
Uh, mind you, individuals are are still going to sit out um, within that supporter group. But the fact that there was a poll, and I guess there was some um, some correspondence between them and and the front office, uh, but there was there was nothing concrete in what changes were going to be made. It was just kind of like sounds like empty promises from from sources within the supporter group. Uh, so a lot of people are unhappy, and uh, it it only personally i think it's bullshit that that they caved so early that they folded um listen man it looks fun to go to a game i would go to a game i just haven't had the chance um just as a just as a like supporter group though i don't know if if folding like that is the move and everyone was supposed to be like in harmony as far as how they were going to treat this season um and the moment things look okay on the pitch, they cave. It's it's kind of odd, really. Like yeah, yeah. At the same time, though, I think as a fan at home, and even just seeing everybody's reaction on, on social media, in the media on TV, you know, it's like you do get a little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of uh, maybe a little even sadness to see these games, see those seats empty. Yeah. While you have to hear like the the noisy neighbors parade on about how great their support is and yeah. how successful their team is, and you know, and I know it's coming off of the cuffs of a of a very well, I wouldn't say very bad, but an unsatisfactory, you know, El Tráfico at Dignity. It, it it you know I think after especially after that result and then now they got a dub, I think that that has alone has propelled some of the supporters to be like, all right, man, we we got to show for for our team because. We're going out like bitches right now, you know. Not only do we not have support, but we're also playing ass. I I see where they're coming from. It's just it kind of sucks because now the uh you know the organization is gonna see well like oh they're always gonna come back like no matter what product we give them, you know. Um, yeah, so I look, get where you're coming from. Not only does the clown show <laughs> like that, that circus is just this crazy thing, but like people within that that little circus are are also divided to, to like to further add to the whole you know shit show that's been going on i think it is messed up and uh, to your point you know the players you know they do feel better when there's a crowd there and when when it's lacking like you can't understand when when the team isn't going to be as good as it can be you know just just that little thing i don't know how how much of a factor it actually is but i'm sure it affects them a little bit yeah yeah for sure um i yeah it, it's one thing that you don't have a solid answer on especially when they made that decision to boycott that on its own is a huge decision um so to you know to to act on it and stay on it without any changes you know it's pretty crazy it, 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 it it's kind of unprecedented just to see from any from any club really i don't know if, I, I haven't seen that yeah it, it's very strange all right. Um. So moving on from that, are you ready to do some reviews and previews? Yeah. Yeah. Quick question. Right. Have Arsenal bottled it? Um. I, I, I mean, guess I like it's not done yet, but have I know. Um. It it does kind of feel like it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh. But it, you know, I hate to be kind of on the fence about it, but. You know, there's bottling it, 
when you have everything going in your favor, that that's very like it, that's bottling it for me. I think Arsenal have actually good reason for the lackluster play in the second half of the season. Like it makes sense. I mean, I I haven't even mentioned Tommy Yasu, but who, by the way, I think is one of their better options at right back. Um, actually, is the best option for me. And then slotting Ben White more into a you know an attacking center back role because I, I don't think Holding is is up to speed for what Arsenal want to do. And I, I don't care if he scored today, but, you know, it's just like, uh, I, I don't want to say they bottled it, but I, I could see why somebody would suggest uh, as much. Also, Ramsdale's performance has been pretty um, unsatisfactory. It's hot and cold. Um, yeah. I, I do like him as a shot stopper, but, you know, with his feet, he's decent, but he has some mental lapses. Like, I mean, the game against Southampton, man, like, just a silly turnover, you know, little things like that have cost Arsenal points this season. It's not, it wasn't just a one-off. It's been a few times. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I know a lot of people are calling it a bottle job, and I know a lot of people are also very antagonistic towards uh, Arsenal, um, especially in social media. I'm talking about United fans, Liverpool fans, you know, Chelsea, everybody. Yeah, so it's very easy to say, but uh, I just kind of have sympathy for them, truthfully, because what a leap they have made, you know. I know. Um, I do. I, I do find it funny though that <clears throat> you know, how much everyone hates City, and you know, everyone's been super critical of how City have operated, you know, since they've gotten good, right? Um, and how they've been dominant, uh, etc. I do find it funny that there's more, there's even still more hate towards Arsenal <laughs> than there is towards City now. Like people, people are actually choosing City over Arsenal uh, to to win the league now. And like you said, from Chelsea, uh, you know, United, Liverpool supporters, it, it I guess it just kind of goes to show how much people hate Arsenal, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they're one of the biggest. Uh supporters uh, of supporting groups i should say they got one of the most popular they're up there with united you know i think it's really them and united the most supported in england and even probably outside of england so you know uh, like say if the shoe was on the other foot and like say it was united who were contending for a title and then cities kind of on their heels you know liverpool are gonna liverpool fans might root for city you know it's just the majority of the league would root for city I know Arsenal fans would too, so it's kind of weird. Though. Yeah, it is. It's so weird that yeah. that they would choose a side so vocally. And not not only that, but also like to see want to see the same scenario happen again. Like City have won quite a few now in the past, you know, seven years, eight years. Um, and for the people to still be like, and I think there's that indifference does exist because it's like, ah, well, City already have won like five on the trot almost, you know, with the exception of that one year. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, well, what's one more, you know, what's one more? (laughs) Whereas Arsenal, they haven't won it in 20 years, but my team hasn't won it in 10. Fuck that, nah, I'd rather, you know, City win another and and maybe my my team has a chance next season. I think that's a a lot of United fans, by the way, but, which I think they have a a shot next season, so it'll be very fun to see, but. That's cute. 
I'll, I'll, I'll to go on a 30 game winning streak. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, man, I seem to look crazy right now. Um, all right, let, let's get into the review without further ado. So, starting last Friday, uh, Arsenal, um, yeah, they, they actually go down 2 0 early. Lately, they've been giving up 2 2 0 um, leads. This time they were down 2 0 uh, and left it to the end to, to actually tie it up. So, they they got something out of it. So first place drops points to dead last, uh, Southampton. And, I mean, I guess it's poetic as well. Uh, Tail Walcott, uh, you know, Wunderkind from from Arsenal's academy scores on them. Um, you know, just making their title hopes that much harder. Um, any thoughts on that? Oh, man. Um, just unbelievable, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is one game that, you know, if you're looking at the schedule, even on the first day of the season, even a week ago, even two weeks ago, you're saying that's a dub. That's a dub, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could you could understand a draw, but not a 3-3 draw, man. That's just uncalled that's- for. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of like a must-win scenario, too, after dropping points two games in a row. That was well. And like, that was a must-win, and, and they... They're not. They're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, see, you see stuff like that, and then you you can see why people call it a bottle, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm actually of that opinion myself. It, it's so far a bottle drop. Um, um, Fulham hosting Leeds, and Fulham gets two point, two goals uh, to uh, to Leeds one. Um, Fulham, where are they at? Um, they're actually in 10th place. Positive goal differential. Um, looks like they're staying up, man. Yeah. And Leeds, well, they're 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 definitely in the relegation scrap. Um, tough season for them, really. Yeah. Gone uh, downhill, you know. I mean, from the get, but it hasn't gotten much better since March, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Brantford hosts Aston Villa, one-one. Uh, two teams that are totally playing above expectations. Yeah. Um, Villa, what a what a job Unai Emery's done, right? Just kind of flew under the radar, but fifth place as as it stands. Um, and credit credit to them. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, impressive. <clears throat> Redford too. Let's not forget to give them their flowers. They're in ninth place right now. Thomas Frank, yeah, and then I remember we we made a lot about. Uh, Ivan Tony, but it's I guess like whatever punishment or whatever you know type mm-hmm. of fine he might have to pay hasn't been fully proven yet. So until then, he's still playing. Who knows? He he might still be betting. But uh, well, I mean, good thing good thing he's not in Italy. Otherwise, he would have been benched this whole time and been allowed to play this weekend. Yeah, that's true. Fucking okay. <laughs> L. Yeah, uh, Crystal Palace hosts Everton for a nil-nil. Come on, Palace. Um, yeah, Everton's in in relegation. They're second to last, and Crystal Palace somehow have miraculously <laughs> uh, come back to life ever since uh, Roy Hodgson came back. Um, do you want to give him credit or? Uh, nah, man, I. I really don't think that guy has a, a place in the game anymore, man. 
it's just you know the game's moved on for me just, man just been lucky yeah yeah fair enough uh lester finally get a win uh they beat there Wolves. they go Wolves yeah. the one um they're still in the relegation zone uh, 18th place uh sad to say that that they did they get three points that day speaking of teams that aren't good that win the league um anyway uh Liverpool hosted Nottingham Forest. They get a win, three to two. Um, yeah, it, it it feels like finally for them. I I don't know how many wins they've gotten recently, but it doesn't feel like a whole lot. It, it kind of just feels weird to see Diego, Diogo Jota scoring like that again. It's like shit. Wait, are we in twenty twenty two? He he's been injured for so long, but yeah, yeah. I mean. Good yeah. for them, man. They, uh, they're starving. <laughs> yeah. And uh, next up is Burnmouth hosting uh, West Ham for a 4 0 loss. I just checked right now, and um, man, uh, Burnmouth really got up there in the in the uh, in the standings. Yeah, man. I mean, sheesh, they're they're breathing right down West Ham's neck, so. Yeah, man, they somehow got to 15th place. Um, I mean, they're not and, and a game in hand too. But as of now. I remember, they were in second to last for the longest time, or or even last for for moments. Yeah, for them to be in 15th is wow. <laughs> and I think we both called them to get relegated, right? True, true. Yeah, um, I I, I could have swore they would, and and Nottingham I had as well. But you know, they're still fighting. They're still yeah. fighting. Good fight. Um. All right, uh, but West Ham did put the brakes on them four uh, 0 and then uh, man, and then shit, dude. Uh, Newcastle hosted Tottenham and they put six on their head tops, six to one. Yeah. Jam. Just wow. Your boy uh, Isak got. Damn, they got five goals in twenty minutes. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah, there's this funny story of on Talksport. There's this guy called in. He was like, "Yeah, I was running late from my son's game. I had to stop by to put some petrol. So then, I, then I got some food. Anyways, he's like, so I, I you know, it was nil nil when the game started. I come back after doing all that, <laughs> and I see that's freaking, uh, you know, five nil, <laughs> and it's barely like the twenty first minute. I was like, sheesh, that must have been a, a like." A shock result, you know. Uh, but to be fair, with all the stuff that Spurs have going on right now, it's crazy, but not entirely surprising. Yeah, but quality-wise, they should be giving a much better test to to Newcastle. I mean, well, that's that's a, I mean, potential third-place team. Yeah, yeah, fair, but I don't know. They, uh, Newcastle aren't six of one better than Tottenham. Yeah, no, I don't think so either, but. I mean, there's not a lot of teams with that much difference above any other team, but um, it's it's crazy. I mean, but it's also not surprising because it's Spurs. You feel like they're good for a couple of these every season. Um, The one thing is that I guess the Spurs, um, I don't know, front office or whatever, they decided to refund all the all the uh, away fans (laughs) for their for their tickets to the game. I guess that's a silver lining for the fans. <laughs> Man, 
Man, that, you, should, that would never happen here, right? Like Lakers lose by forty points. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna reimburse you for your ticket fees. Sorry, guys. We we'll do better next time. But do you think the owner of the Raiders would do it? Like, say the Raiders got clapped and Mark Davis is like, "All right, guys, thanks for coming. You guys will be getting your a full refund and a free ticket to the next match." Ah, uh, that, that would never happen. That would no, no, that would. <laughs> we Come got on. margins to meet. <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah that's that's just like a that's a fever dream um but anyway there's more matches this week um tuesday uh yesterday wait what's today's date yeah, yeah. today's right. the 26th damn damn april flew okay um yeah april 25th tuesday wolves beat palace 2-0 well that's a nice bounce back for wolves hey you don't see them on the winning side too many times this season. Not not too often. They and got that's ten- a look at Deggy. Yeah. Uh, Aston Villa gets a win against Fulham, one nil. Pretty like that. Hey. Um, good, good on them. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This next game was. Leeds oh, versus Leicester. Yeah. The battle of the. Uh, um, they're not even mid. They're they're bottom. The bottom battle of the bottoms. I don't know. They're they're bottoms, but one of those bottoms has been a top before. So let's let's like Mourinho said, respect, respect. Okay. And and they never got close to it again. Fluke. But do you Took think that money ran, son? Do you think uh, Leicester? Or Leeds, um, or Southampton at that rate, can you know duke it out with a team like Elche or Espanol? Yeah, yeah. I mean, du- Dukes will be had, yeah. Because I'm saying, like, I'm because that those teams are in danger of getting relegated mm-hmm. in the La Liga. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's I've always. What would, what would be what would happen if we did like a reverse Champions League? You know, like the shittiest of the shitty duke it out. That'd be kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Then we would really know what league is what. You know. Well, th- I mean, that's what the Europa Conference is, right? Ah, uh, in a way, in a way. <laughs> kind yeah. of. I mean, kind yeah. Of. You get tenth place. Like you, you'll get the mids against each other, and then. Well, we saw we saw what Mourinho did, right? Oh. <laughs> that's that's an all timer. Yeah. But, to be- yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and then we had a few games today. Um, yeah, you can run that down. Uh, Nottingham Forest, uh, you know, surprisingly beating Brighton. Just uh, an impressive result. Really, I have no explanation for that. I mean, unlucky for Brighton to be fair. You know, conceding the own goal and then from there Nottingham just kind of uh, took over. Um, yeah. Following that, uh, Brentford beat Chelsea, which was. Also very surprising. Another game that was opened up with an own goal. Surprising and not, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll always be kind of shocking to see that badge and and these kind of results. But, you know, based on this season, it's not too surprising. And uh, Liverpool beat West Ham. Paqueta scores again, but it's not enough to overcome Gakpo or Matip. By the way, Gakpo, for me... um, you know, I think he's been more uh, a decisive, significant, 
and important for Liverpool uh, as opposed to Darwin Nunes. And I'm not saying Darwin Nunes is detrimental, but I think Gakpo has, I think, overshadowed him slightly. Uh, I think you, he's, he's brilliant. Do you think whenever Luis Diaz comes back, um, that, that is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing for Gakpo? Oh, I, I think it's uh, amazing for Gakpo because uh, Luis Diaz and Gakpo are very different. Um, as, as far as profiles go, like Luis Diaz is just an electric, uh, you know, just pacey and, and flare, flare-driven winger even, and, and can kind of creep into that forward role. Whereas Gakpo, you know, this is why I like him a lot, and he reminds me of Haaland in this way, is that he knows how to play, uh, you know, that hold-up style, kind of traditional nine back to the goal. And he's also still decent on the counter, so he's got techers, man. Yeah, and he's very tidy. Like it's like, um, you know, I hate to say because they do look somewhat a little bit alike, but when you see him on the ball, he reminds me of Dele Ali. Like when he was like kind of like a t- uh, a ten, like edging on that forward role himself. So I mean, whereas Darwin Nunes, don't get me wrong, he's electric as well. But I don't know, Gakpo is just. He just looks more calm. It looks like he's been there longer, and he hasn't. So it's pretty crazy. But, yeah, that's a gem for Liverpool. There. He gets Once, the ball a lot more, too. Or he's a lot more comfortable with, with the ball at his feet. Um, yeah. As opposed to having to run off of it and, and making way. Because even though you look at Darwin as, as the striker, which I don't even think he actually is naturally, but he's – He's been given this role to 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 score, um, but he still has to make way for Salah because Salah's still the guy at, at that on, on that club. Yeah, uh, you know he's 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 still got to be the second fiddle in, in a sense while still being up front. It, it's like it's a weird little relationship they have. But Gakpo, you know, you you let him cook. He's he's gonna he's gonna make you a meal. Oh yeah yeah, tidy player for sure. I like him. I, I was very doubtful of him too. I, I thought it was like a panic buy, like because you know we say this a lot about players that had a good uh, World Cup. It's like, wow, that's risky. It's it's uneducated. Um, like it's, it's an un, uneducated prediction like, to assume that just based off of a World Cup that a player would be amazing. But you know what? Credit to them. He, he's fit like a glove. Whereas you know Darwin Nunes, people I thought would fit like a glove and. Hasn't quite been the case, but interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Darwin has been, like, as shit as, you know, Twitter might make you think. But he definitely has to lit it up. Expect from <laughs> He's not as bad as Werner, but he's not far from that, in my opinion. Oh, no, that's harsh. I, I don't know. I, I got to be honest, man. Like, his, his, miss, his misses montage is just... I mean, and you, a lot of players have some bad misses, but this guy, I mean, he's he specializes in it. And and Werner was like that too. So, and Werner was also a guy that, well, he is, he can play striker, but he really also is on the wing. Different players, different strengths, but kind of a, a very like. There's a lot of similarities there for me. I'll still take Darwin, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's a mid off. <laughs> All right. Uh, following that is the, you know the big daddy game. Uh, Daddy-o. I mean, Daddy's right, man. City put four on Arsenal at home at the empty hat. Um, 
Yeah, no, not much more that that can be said about that. Um, we discussed it pretty thoroughly already. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great win for City, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any man of the match for you in particular? Or was there anybody I was like, damn. I mean, if you have to give it to anybody. Um, I mean, De Bruyne is, is obviously the, like, you know, he's the one that comes first to mind. And Haaland added a little bit. Um, but uh, Gundogan was good. <laughs> uh, Gundogan is just like. Gundogan was really good today. I think. He, uh, yeah, he hardly, like, has a bad game, honestly. Yeah, yeah, you, like. He's like one that flies under the radar, but um, they made it hard for uh, for Arsenal's midfield to um, to really defend well, but also to attack it. They you know they just set up so good they they countered whatever Arsenal was able to bring to the table. Like, Arsenal's depth in the mid is just so so shallow that e- even if Arteta wanted to plan or wanted to change it up. Uh, to try to meet those guys along with, you know, Rodri, kind of can't. You know, the, their players are pretty set in their ways and, and they don't have someone that they can, you know, change positions to 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 add a different flavor. So, yeah, that midfield battle was, was pretty crucial. And, you know, and De Bruyne acting like a, you know, like not only is he a midfielder, but he gets, he gets up so often and quickly that you, you kind of, you, you know, you, you just got to pick your poison with that guy. Do you, do you press him? Do you let him pass? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he he's, for all intents and purposes, a midfield and a striker. Yeah, yeah. It was weird, right? I don't know if you saw, there was like a few instances where he's uh, on the counter. You know, he's the leading the line on the counter. Yeah, he's a machine. Dude, and he, yeah, I mean, great, great block by Ben White, I remember, because uh, I, I thought he had his second right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of, he's, you know, just, yeah, he just has an extensive bag. Uh, it's nice to watch. It's nice to still see he, he can unlock that, because that was my complaint earlier in the season. But too many games like today, where it's a, one of the most important games of the season, he was maybe sometimes a passenger, just like, Kind of maybe more reliant on guys like Holland to just do it or somebody else, but not today. He's my man of the match as well. Yeah, yeah. So. you can't argue that. Um, yeah, Arsenal, they they really need to win every game from now on to have a chance to win the league. Five games left for them. That's that's fifteen points. Um, I'm not even sure if that's enough to win it, but. Shit, man. <laughs> they they gotta make it happen somehow. Hey, still a lot of time, still a lot of points. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's get into the uh, previews for this week. Uh, Everton hosts Newcastle. Um, I'll take Newcastle. Two, three, one, <laughs> nil. Southampton versus Burnmouth. Oh, man. 1-1. Yeah. Double hockey sticks. Tottenham hosting Manchester United. That should be interesting. I'll take the 1-1. All right, fair enough. Same here. Nah, United, Uh, 2-1. Crystal Palace host uh, West Ham. 
Oh, yeah. wow. I got to give it to West Ham, though. Uh, Crystal Palace, 1-0. Uh, Brentford hosts Nottingham Forest. That's a good one. Yeah, I got to give it to Brentford. 2-2. Two, two. Uh, fair, that's fair. I was going to say 2-0 two, two Brentford, but to be fair, Nottingham are better than Brighton, so... <laughs> Even transitive properties, sure. Uh, um, uh, Brighton against Wolves? Seagulls against Wolves? Um, you know, the birds have the aerial advantage. Um, so they'll take flight and they'll put three on Wolves' head tops. I think so. Um, mind you, right now, uh, Brighton have two games in hand, so... Um, these wins that they can amass, if they do, could easily launch them up into top six territory. So, wow, just something to consider. And again, Aston Villa, man, Aston Villa and Brighton are just like, wow, he's who would have thought, you know? And you can't yep. forget about Brentford, but yeah. Um, let's see, what do we have after this though? Uh, Sunday, oh, jeez, Bournemouth leads. Mid. <laughs> ah, nah, come that's on, not, come on, Leeds. That's not succulent. Uh, I'm, I'm just here hoping for a Leeds a uh, great escape, so I'll give it to a, uh, I'll give it to Leeds one nil. All right, fair enough. Uh, Fulham versus Manchester City. Um, you're gonna call me crazy, but I'll take a one-one draw. <laughs> Like, we get a red card, but just can see this stupid penalty. I don't know. <clears throat> Something dumb. Um, two one. Pasar, tío, eh? Oh, yeah. 2-1 uh, two two one Fulham? City. Ah, that's no fun. Let me find out. Uh, after this, we got Man United against Villa. Yeah, that's uh, a good match. 2-2. Two, two. Okay, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Uh, Newcastle against uh, Southampton? Four one. Ah, yeah. Hey, um, that's fair. Liverpool against Tottenham. Tottenham two one. Damn, that's a good game because they're actually like right next to each other on the table too. Yeah. Somehow Liverpool's caught caught up to the top six. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I'll just take a draw on that one. All right. And uh, uh, there's still got the, Monday. Yeah, Monday, yeah. Leicester versus Everton? I'll give it to Leicester. Two nil. Give me a nil-nil, man. That's just not an appetizing game. You know, I will say Leicester are kind of playing better under Dean Smith, but it's a small sample size, but... Hey, man. Cheers to a great escape. Oh, God, I hope not. Uh, yeah, they're on my shit list, man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it happens when you get what you don't deserve. Um, anyway, uh, Arsenal versus Chelsea on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, all these teams are getting a nice little break. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, all these teams are like playing back-to-back. There's teams that are playing two games between Arsenal's next game, which is kind of weird. Um, I guess Chelsea, too, for that matter. So they both have a, a six-day break. Um, 
Arsenal's got to win this, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, truthfully, every game. I mean, for your sake, I hope. You, I know you hope they lose, but you know. Um, uh, you know what? I feel. I, I like to just think that destiny is in our hands, but I don't know why. I just and I was having this conversation with my barber, but it just feels like after today's game that they, they they may be deflated. You know, uh, that was really the the you know best opportunity at just really yeah taking hold of the league, and, and now that's gone. Meanwhile, City, you know, have the games in hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something in me tells me Chelsea can fight and put up a fight, but I, I think Arsenal are going to win. Uh, one nil. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a close game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a blowout. It's a derby yeah. at the end of the day, so. Yeah, yeah. It's a pride thing too. Um, okay, and then to round things off, Liverpool versus Fulham. Um, I'll take Liverpool. 2-0. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's fair, man. I don't know why I kind of feel like calling a draw there, but, you know, I think Liverpool will come up to the occasion. So, following this, we have City, West Ham. I have City that's winning. Three right? entries, huh? That's 4-0. Well, uh, apart from that, like, our, our clubs, you know, we're pretty cool. And our the supporters, they, you know, they back us up. Uh, they got it, you know. We got to remember they took two points off of Arsenal, and that helped us a lot. So, mm-hmm. how do you feel about them when they're like, "Don't worry, City, we got you. We'll, we'll limit them to at least one point." That's annoying. West Ham City. Fuck, do you guys care? That like that's on the opposite end of the world as far as you're concerned. Hey, yeah. yo. But they're but they're in London too, so it I, it somewhat makes sense. Yeah. Uh, even still, though, it's. So <laughs> that fans like behave that way, you know they don't care. Like they're not a person <laughs> that you talk to. Like city is not a person. It, it's so it's so fucking stupid. It's annoying. <laughs> Either way, um, they took a point. <laughs> you know, they, they they took two points off of Arsenal. Um, you said four nil then. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Um. Yeah. Hat trick for Holland. Um. Wow, man. Yeah. I feel like we talk about him a lot, but it's pretty insane now huh, that he broke Salah's record, so he's the Premier, uh, you know, Premier League record holder now. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say that we uh we kind of glossed over that that he broke the the scoring record for the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty With, insane. With uh, how many games in hand? Seven games to spare. Seven so. games to spare. Um, so yeah, it seems like if everything goes to plan or everything goes as it's been, yeah, he's, he's going <laughs> to completely shatter yeah, and, and set a crazy record. Um, that's, that's crazy on its own. Um, fuck, just a, just a crazy accomplishment in his first season in the prime. How about that? I think uh, my prediction was like, ah, I think he'll just get over 20 and you're, and you know. A lot of people would be like, you think that's good enough? Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm pretty happy. I mean, that's kind of what our strikers get. Even like, you know, Aguero's highest tally was like 26, I think. Or maybe a little bit more than that. But, you know, first season, I thought he was going to struggle. But, dude, he's he's come to the league and just made the league his bitch, man. Like, fuck. I, it's a crazy run, man. I, I don't remember seeing anything like that aside from, you know, Ronaldo and Messi in, in for their respective club respective clubs mm-hmm. 
when they were at their peak. So, yeah, fucking nuts, man. And that's not even factoring in what he does in Champions League as well and, and other comps. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. yeah, he's been he's been very consistent across all competition. But again, that that club just generates some so much goal scoring opportunity, and he happens to be the focal point. Um, that's true. At the end of those balls, so they they're actually just converting. They're 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 coming up on what they were missing. So I mean, to be fair, I mean he's there and he finishes them. That those opportunities weren't being finished before. Do you think if Tapis Castellano? Let's say, because we were linked to him, by the way. Like, because like there's a player where it's like, ah, oh, well, we don't know what strike we're gonna get. Do you think he gets twenty goals in our system? Probably. If he's if he's able to just finish what he's supposed to, yeah. Well, of course, why not? That's fair. That's fair. That, that's you know that's reasonable. I mean, I I, I would believe that Efrain Alvarez would get a similar. <laughs> if he's played as much as as Holland. Ah, uh, whoa. Wait, the, wait, what's his name? Julian. Oh, Julian Alvarez. I was about to say. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I, like, yeah. that, that felt wrong after I said it. No, I find he's a fat ass. I, I thought you were being serious, too. I was like, oh, damn. Like, over, like, Miguel Alvarez? Uh, that, that brother that brother doesn't even make it to the B team at City, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, damn, that's tough. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's yeah. episode 130. Anything else you got to get off your chest? Uh, not really, man. Um, uh, all I have to really say is, pues, para todos que nos dudaron, chupenme bien la... Ah, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to redact that. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone that doubted us, poor little city, never won anything before. <laughs> uh, we got no history, man. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, a uh, good episode. Uh, you know, these next two weeks are pivotal for, for a lot of clubs. Yeah. Season's starting to wrap up, man. We're getting into that last, you know, little stretch. Thanks. Now I can really focus on the uh, making some MLS. <laughs> ah. They're heating up, by the way. They got the the uh, the Concacaf Champions uh, to MLS to Liga Making team. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's nice. Kind of cool to see. I was talking about it with my dad. I was like, you know, it kind of would have been cool to see it mixed up, like say. One plays, uh, you know, a team from the MLS and, you know, vice versa. But it looks like, you know, both sides are going to square off amongst themselves. So it's yeah. a LAFC union and uh, I'm forgetting, was it Leon? Uh, drawing a blank now. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be um, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big uh, you know, CCL guy. I don't watch a whole lot of it. But at this point in the season, you know, it's worth watching, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they also got that 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 summer league thing uh, set up, right? The inter the inter uh, the interleague championship that the Liga Mekis and MLS are going to do. Yeah, I believe that's in the works. I mean, it's pretty much already the the Concacaf Champions League is already pretty much MLS versus Liga Mekis. In a nutshell, yeah, there, there'll be the odd year where like Saprisa makes it far, or you know. Yeah. They had that on Bruin team that, that went pretty far too. Yeah, Olympia. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, but really, yeah, the, the cash cows are in the U.S. Mostly Mexico. I mean, historically, heavily, heavily Mexico. But now it's it's actually a nice a parody. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, man. Well, 
It's been two guys, two mics, two pints, one thirty, and uh, shit, we'll be back at it next week. Some yes, more, sir. Some more football talk. All right, everybody, peace out. Salute. <laughs>